Today's warehouse needs to keep inventory moving smoothly and quickly. Meet these challenges with on-demand warehouse labeling from Brother Mobile Solutions. Our mobile and industrial printers will help optimize your operations to achieve the speed, reliability, and durability your warehouse needs. With easy integration for existing warehouse technology, convenient portability, and upfront affordability, Brother Mobile Solutions is at your side when it comes to warehouse labeling. Try one for free today by visiting brothermobilesolutions.com slash newwarehouse or click the link in the show notes. That's brothermobilesolutions.com slash newwarehouse to try one for free today. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawton with the New Warehouse Podcast here in Orlando, Florida, and I am at Work 2023 here at the conference, and I'm joined by Michael Makitka of Work, and he's going to tell us a little bit about Work because we've never had them on the podcast before, so we'll get a little bit of background there, and we're going to hear a little bit about the conference here, and we're also going to find out, you know, what are they seeing as some challenges and, and trends within the industry as they're very much in touch with the warehousing industry and, and world. So. Mike, welcome to the podcast here at the conference. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. Yeah, it's good to be talking to you. Definitely good to be getting a little more involved with, with work as well. But for those that may not be familiar, why don't you tell us what what is work and, and what do you guys do? Sure. So work or the Warehousing Education and Research Council was started back in 1977. A group of professionals from the industry wanted an organization that focused on warehousing and distribution. Okay. There were others out there that were looking at the entire supply chain, but they felt this niche warranted its own own association. So we were created out of that. And for years, we've always focused on everything that happens within the four walls of a warehouse. But as our members' responsibilities have evolved over the years, we are now very much focused on what touches the outside of a the four mm, walls. Okay. So we have members who might be in the middle of the country, but they're dealing with CT pad issues in the ports, right? right? So transportation issues of getting things to their facilities and those type of issues. So we really cover the gamut, uh, mm. but always we keep on focus that warehouse, that distribution, the distribution logistics professional. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it's interesting because it's a sort of similar path for the podcast here, right? Because uh, there's a lot of stuff out there when I started the podcast, so like you said, that was generally focused on supply chain, mm-hmm. but nothing really focused on, on the warehouse. So it's it's great that you guys are, are particularly focused on that, and, and especially having the, the work conference here too, because I think, you know, there's a lot of conferences out there now. I mean, it's kind of incredibly busy. I, I know myself, I've been running around to a lot of them, mm-hmm. but a lot of them are, are generally supply chain focused and it's hard to find something that's really targeted at, at the warehouse because maybe people don't typically think, I mean, I do personally, I think that the warehouses are sexy, but you know, people don't typically <laughs> think that. So it's, it's not as big of a, I guess maybe a, a draw or, or something like that, but you know, it's great to see the, the conference here and, and the sessions too, just looking at the topics. I mean, they're, they're so focused on the, on the warehouse and, and the operators inside them and, and being able to improve those operations. I think it's really outstanding. So tell us a little bit about the, the conference and, and what's going on this year. Sure. Well, just 
kind of a little bit more about work, one of the sure. things that's a strength for us is we focus on the verticals. We focus on the processes that are shared across those verticals. Mm-hmm. So whether it's retail or pharmaceutical or manufacturing, consumer product goods, hazmat, we look at the processes that are common among all of them. And so it doesn't really matter what you call these facilities. There's DCs, there's fulfillment centers, flow centers, right. warehouses, right? What's common is the practices, and that's what we focus on. And then that, of course, spills over into everything we do, including the conference. Mm-hmm. So we are very much focused on our content having practical, practical takeaways. Okay. We're very focused on having the practitioners from the industry speak to it. And so that's how we work to design the content. It's one of the only conferences where our content is all peer reviewed, peer procured. Mm. So it is a committee of people who are out there doing this work yeah. uh, that are helping us review the submissions for proposals, telling them what, what strikes a chord with them, what where they need help. Sometimes we have a call for proposal that meets that. Sometimes we have to go back out and say, hey, we're also looking for this. Mm. And it, it's really an, an incredible kind of process to bring this all together. It starts out with subject matter reviewers just kind of scoring them and helping us look at them and, and a little more strategically and ranking them and then the committee goes through all of them and and we might go back and say hey can you add this or take this off but if you do this it'll be really good so it's a lot of work to get the program together but our feedback has always been very positive and it makes those those efforts well worth it yeah and i can see definitely you can see in the topics that are being here and, and talked about here is that you know they're definitely something that the industry I think is is talking about. So they're very relatable, and I, I love too that you said that you want people to be able to take actionable insights away from them and, and be able to go back and and take some action and do things. And I, I think you know coming to conferences like this and being able to have meaningful sessions like that is really great for the development and, and people within the warehousing industry to be able to to know what's going on. And because you know you guys are a part of MHI and you know you go and you see the big shows ProMat and Modex right and you know you see so many things happening and evolving in our industry it's it's great to be able to also come to a, a conference like work and and see and hear you know the practical applications of all these technologies happening and and even how these technologies like I was just in a session where we we're talking about industry 4.0 and how it's impacting ergonomics and, and safety right where you know a lot of the headlines are are more so in the sense of industry 4.0, you know, speeding up efficiency and throughput, right? But there's all those other factors as well. So it's great that you're kind of hitting all those different pillars through the, the curation of that. So within that and trying to, you know, get the best sessions together and, and through this peer-reviewed process, I'm sure that you get plenty of exposure as, as work to understand what people are really concerned about in the warehousing industry, what's top of mind in the warehousing industry. So what are some of the big, I guess, challenges or, or themes in, in this year's conference or, or just in general in the industry? Well, we're able to keep a pulse on the industry, so to speak, because of the volunteer pools that we have. Those that work on the conference committee that are telling us what their issues are, our advisory council who help us set strategy, are giving us feedback on, on what their issues are. So what we're hearing, obviously, and what's big for a, a lot of different areas is labor, right. right, in terms of attracting and retaining talent. That's a huge challenge right now. There's organizations that are making the transition to more automation and, and how to do that strategically and proactively versus kind of being in this reactive mode of we've got to do this, we've got to get this in here, let's right. plug it in and hope it works. We're hearing too about, you know, just kind of the, the challenges 
some of the challenges with transportation and transportation costs. Mm-hmm. This goes again back to, to re- hiring and retaining, but you talk about ergonomics and talk about warehouse right. safety. There was a big change in the industry over the last few years. A lot of people stepped out of this industry, the workforce, a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of members of workforce stepped back. And so how do we, as an association, help our members attract and retain talent is really one right. of the biggest priorities right now. And then once they're in, managing it. And so you'll see here a number of topics that focus on that. You know, the main stage this morning was talking about culture right. and how do you build that and, and, and giving some points along those lines. You know, so it, it, it really is trying to strike a balance in a number of ways. You talked about ProMat or, or next year Modex. One of the things that we get we hear back from our members is they do come here looking for how do I fix things? How do I make improve my operations? Right. How do I get over some of these humps? And then they go to ProMat or Modex and they see the solutions and the equipment yeah. and the software that can help them do that. And so that's what makes our relationship now with MHI all that more valuable than it was before. Yeah, it's very interesting, and I think it's it's great too that you touched on because a lot of people, you know, I talk to a lot of people through the podcast, and everybody mentions you know the labor shortage, but I, I think a lot of times it, it gets lost on that retention piece as well, which you mentioned in there. I mean, it's one thing, and it's a struggle right now to try and get it has been for a couple of years to try and get people in the door, and now is how do you keep them inside, right, right. in the building? So it, it's great that you're able to to focus on that and and try to provide resources for warehouse operators and, and managers to, to build culture or, or do things like improve ergonomics, improve their employee well-being and, and their work life and just the way things are, are going in the, in the warehouse. Because I, I think for a long time, you know, the warehouse worker kind of uh, sometimes get the short end of the stick, right? So now, you know, they're kind of a, a precious commodity in a, in a sense because people don't want to be working and, and doing those repetitive tasks and things like that. So it's all about enabling that worker to, to have a better experience in, in the warehouse or fulfillment center, whatever the case may be, to be able to do that. So it's great that you guys are, are focusing a lot on that and, mm-hmm. and providing resources for managers to, to understand that. So uh, along those same lines, when we look at, you you know the the workforce and in, in general and you know how is work working i guess you could say right i'm sure you get that a lot right? <laughs> um you know how how's work kind of trying to work to improve and attract a younger talent pool and you know expose them and give them more awareness to what's going on in the warehouse industry to get them you know kind of excited to to work in a warehouse or a fulfillment environment well, interestingly, we started on a road pre-pandemic. We were looking at developing a program to recognize people's talents and skills mm, okay. for organizations to use that as an opportunity to evaluate and, and again, recognize people's talents and skills. So it's it's more along the lines of a low-state credentialing program. Mm. And the first in a series of six modules was just released. It's about a four-hour online course. And what we've incorporated okay. and embedded into that was actual video of people who have found their way and found their careers in warehousing and distribution. So mm-hmm. there are video segments of people who, who say, I started out doing this and now I am oh, nice. a manager. I am yeah. a supervisor. And it's trying to shine a light on the fact that there is a career path mm-hmm. and it does start a lot of times in a warehouse and distribution center and that these can often you know, turn into jobs that, that pay good wages with good benefits yeah. and it's something that, that like you say it's not the sexiest thing mm-hmm. but um, but it is essential to, yeah. to, to having everything run we represent the workforce that could not stay at home they could not work from home yeah. and so 
it's reminding them that they are essential. And, you know, that's that's key into every culture, right? And, mm-hmm. and to you are important to what we do, and here's why we do what we do. But I would say through that, along the lines with MHI, we've developed a, a leadership program. Mm-hmm. It's a virtual program that lasts, I think it's about eight weeks. Okay. And so it's a way for organizations to put their people through this course, if you will. But one of the nice things about it, there's a lot of interaction with people who are already in the industry. So mm-hmm. we align them with a mentor. We bring in people, professionals from the industry, we call them power hours, and they, yeah. they talk about you know how they got to where they're at or what they see as issues or how to how to communicate up those type of things Mm. Um, and it's those pieces that help to shine a light on the fact that this is an industry that really worth is worth stepping into step 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 do you know how many steps your warehouse workers are taking a day when your workers are walking you're losing money endless trips to the printer or computer add up fast newcastle's mobile industrial carts with integrated power eliminate the walking to stationary printers and computers keeping workers focused on high value tasks often doubling their output thousands of powered cart installations including ones at the new warehouse's own micro fulfillment center and in my previous jobs prove that newcastle customers get more done and save money to learn more head to newcastlesys.com that's newcastlesys.com yeah, I think that's that's great, and it's great to be able to showcase. I think those those journeys as well that you mentioned. I mean, even last night when you know doing some networking later when things started yesterday, I was talking to somebody and he's a GM now running three different warehouses and mm-hmm. he's like oh, I've been at the company for 35 years and I was very curious I'm like well where did you start when you started the company he's like oh I started I was shipping I did shipping and now you know I'm in charge of three buildings for the company so I mean there's definitely you know growth paths there and, and developmental paths that you can take and it's great that you're trying to facilitate that and, and provide those programs and also mentorship I think goes a long way too mm-hmm. as well I think you know a lot of times a warehouse worker is you know there's in the warehouse they're working on the floor and there's always a kind of a question of where do I go from here right and I think it's it's interesting to be able to to give people examples of how you can grow from that and you know give them some some look into the future of you know how things can you know improve and, and get better and they can evolve within their role which I think is, is really important so you know for people who are, are listening and you know are not involved in, in work or interested in getting involved in work, I mean, what's the best way to kind of start with work? You know, it really is just reaching out to us. I mean, we we answer our phones, so mm-hmm. if you call our office, someone okay. will answer and they'll put you in touch with the right person. And if by chance you get to someone who says, well, I don't handle that area, mm-hmm. they're not just going to pass you off. They're going to make sure they kind of walk with you to the next process so that someone picks up where they where they where they they can't so there's a lot of volunteer opportunities if you're looking to develop yourself in the industry if you're Mm -hmm. looking to develop people volunteering in in industry organizations is a great way to develop leadership skills i mean anything from being in an interview for an article to supporting some chapter activities to speaking and you know we have found that a lot of people who have come through work you know have have reaped the benefit of 
thinking strategically, right? Being in meetings, how do you lead an organization? These are all the questions that our our advisory council, the conference committees, the subject matter experts are dealing with. And and so this is just a way to put people through that and then recognize them for it, right? Those that have served mm-hmm. as our chairs, those that have served as, as our presidents, you know, it, it's a great tool to develop people, but it's also a way to develop your network. Because yeah. I would say that, you know, interestingly, I started with work in 2000, in 2000 and mm-hmm. I'd gone to a, another industry event and I had met Leslie Hansen Harps, who, who was uh, work's first, first woman president back in the 80s. Okay. And she had said to me, you know, we introduced her and she knew I was new to the organization and she said, I just have one tip for you. It's about the people. Mm. Just stay focused on the people. Yeah. And it really is, it, it's the essence of associations. We bring people together, they share mm-hmm. their talents, they share their resources, and it makes everyone better. And so I would say for anybody that's interested, it really just starts with a phone call or if you're at one of our events talking to us and yeah. and saying, hey, I, I think be interested in learning more and and like I say, we have some very low stakes, you know, involved for 30 minutes a year to mm-hmm. things that might require, you know, two or three day investment over the year coming to meetings and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think it's great to have all those different kind of levels of opportunity too, as well. And I, I think it's really interesting. I mean, I've been getting involved with some associations and, and volunteering and I, I can attest to that, you know, it's, it's all about the, the people and, and, you know, getting that chance and, and the fact that you guys are able to facilitate those types of networking opportunities, I think is a, a huge thing and, and can go a long way. So you mentioned in there, you've been with work since 2000, right? So mm-hmm. it's a little bit of time, right? Yeah. And, and a lot has happened in the warehousing industry in those last, you know, 20 plus years. Yeah. So I, I'm curious from your perspective, as you've been watching technology evolve and, and different things come into the industry, what's really the most surprising or, or cool or exciting thing that you've seen happen in our industry over that time? You know, it's hard to pinpoint cool. I mean, obviously the robotics are really interesting. Yeah. And I would say the systems that have been developed that are delivering more and more data than we've ever had before, mm-hmm. um, you know, because that just creates this almost a water hose effect of what do I do with everything, all this information and how do I yeah. use it and how do I leverage it? You know, it's as much as things have changed, really it comes back down to people process technology, right? Mm. The equipment and technology. And we've gone through exercises and we say, what should we do? And what are the problems? And a lot of the problems are the same ones that they were 20 years ago or 30 years ago. (laughs) And it's just that some of the tools and the solutions have changed. And then we go along and and all of a sudden those tools and solutions kind of wear down and we need to reassess and develop new tools and solutions Mm. to meet it. So, you know, that's another area of work that that we're very proud of is the tools that we provide for continuous improvement, the best practices, the metric data, things like that. Mm. And so that's the other side that we feel like we help support the industry in. Mm. Yeah, I think that, I think that's great. And I think it's interesting to see all those things. And I think it's a great point that you say a lot of the <laughs> issues from 20 years ago are the same issues we're still dealing with. It's just different applications and, and solutions. And I, I think one of the most exciting and interesting things about our industry is that you know we see all these like cutting edge, tech, edge technologies but mm-hmm. like our industry I think is kind of between us and, and manufacturing is really 
where these technologies end up landing kind of first practical applications, which I think is, is really cool for us. It is. It's really cool. Yeah. So uh, it's great to talk to you, Michael, here at Work 2023. And, and you guys have uh, another conference coming up later this year as well. Uh, we you want to tell us well, about that? Well, our, our next conference is actually planned for 2024. We'll be in okay. Dallas in June next year. We have some chapter events that are happening. If you're in the Texas area, there's okay. an event that's going on in August. It's a great event. It's a local, tends to be more of a local event, okay. but they bring in some speakers and there's some exhibitors and it's a great day. Again, for a lot of people who may not have the resources to bring their entire team to work, if you're in the Texas area and you can bring your team for the day, mm. it's a great way to be exposed to some of the things like you experience here at work. And then of course, like I said, we're always generating information in, in a number of different ways, webinars, through our chapter events, some of the reports that we deliver now, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people, if there's something you're looking for, just give us a call. Yeah. We are not experts in the industry mm-hmm. per se, but we are experts about knowing the experts in the industry. Connecting. And yeah. Exactly. And mm-hmm. so that's that we can help make those connections. And if you say, I'm looking for something about, we've got a great network of partners at other associations. They might be producing what you're looking for. You know, we have great, obviously, resources through MHI now with our mm-hmm. affiliation with MHI. So, you know, it really just starts, like I said, with a phone call or check out the website. Website. Everybody has their email address on there. You can email me or anybody on our team, and we'll work to, to get you whatever answers you need. All right, great. And, and what's the website if people want to find it? Sure. It's a real simple, werc.org. Uh, exactly. So, yeah, from there you can reach any one of us. All right. Well, it's been great talking to you, and we'll definitely put all that information at thenewerhouse.com as well so people can easily find it. So, Michael, thank you very much for taking some time to talk to me today, and I'll be enjoying the rest of the work with you have been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from the New Warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for the New Warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.